what words we're utilizing today and we're calling it by the Lord's direction if you say and uh, the truth of the matter is if you and I say so we can we can find it to be a reality and this is something Jesus has called us to speak to things in this life we're not called to talk about things that's why you and I will not have much grace of God to talk about people, to talk about other things. He won't grace us to talk about problems in life. No, but He, he has graced us. He has empowered us to speak to issues of this life, to speak to the things in this earth and cause it to be a way in which He can cause His reality to come to place. There's certain things that will not change in this earth unless he can get it in the heart and mind of one of his and have them to have the confidence to say it and cause it to be created. Now let's see that truth in, where do you want us to start, Lord? Mark 11, 22 and 23, we'll start there. This is our main text. If you haven't heard it, and if, well, this is something to keep hearing again and again. To get it in us it's very common that people in this earth will go around and just say things they will just talk not realizing that this is one of the primary ways in which God himself uh, yes sir builds and You'll find Jesus, this is actually, in the time to come, this is actually how he will attack. He will, he will utilize his mouth like a sharp sword, and it will cut out the works and tactics of the enemy. And even in these days, this is how we wield. This is how we, yes sir, offend the enemy and his works. This is how we are to attack the enemy. It's with our mouth. It's with our words. It's with spoken word. Something that we get in our heart that comes from God and His word. Something that we keep before us and renew our mind to. And then we speak it out. And it causes the victory that God needs in this earth. Jesus told us to pray this way. He said, pray uh, that the will of, uh, that God's will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Which means it's not an automatic thing that God has his way here on this earth. You and I have to do some things for him to have his way. We're to be workers together, laborers together with him. So now let's look here in Mark 11:22 and 23, and we find what we were just saying. Jesus answering said to them, have faith in God. So the things we're touching on here is trust and reliance upon God. 23rd verse says, For verily or truthfully I say to you that whosoever shall say to this mountain. God is not a respecter of persons, which means man, woman, child, doesn't matter, doesn't matter your ethnicity, your culture. God is still saying whosoever. You can change your world by your mouth. Don't matter what shape, size, color, what have you. You can change your world today by your mouth. Yes, you can. And that's what he's saying. He said, whosoever will say to this mountain, get out of here, mountain. Get into the sea and not doubt in their heart, but believe that those things which they say shall come to pass, they shall have whatsoever they say. 
you and I are going to get what we say somehow, some way, whether good or bad, it's coming to pass. There's a spiritual principle that what we believe in our heart and what we say with our mouth will be created. And this is why it's so important for us to not say things over our children, over our family members. They're going to amount to nothing. Oh man, they always mess that up. No, we can say something else. They're getting it. I'm, we can think in our mind. I know they missed it the last 20 times, but they're getting it. They're getting better. We have something we can say. Just think about it. What do you and I want to build? If we would shape that, if we get that in our mind, what do I want to build today? And, and connect that with what am I saying today? Because that is the direct connection. Anything that I want built in my life, it's going to come by the words that I'm framing it with. So if I back up and I check on myself and I go, Donnie, do you really want to build that in your life today? Do you really want to build in your life that you don't know what you're going to do? And you don't know how you're going to say that and how in the world are you going to pay those bills? And do you want to build that kind of thing in your life? No. What do you want to build? I always have more than enough in our finances. We always have extra. Our bank accounts, our savings is plenteous. We have over and above in our savings. We can go month after month, year after year, just doing what God tells us to do because He has so much set in store just simply so we can go do His work. This is what we want to build. And God Himself has showed us that you don't look at how it looks right now in order to start building. If people looked at desolate places and they went, well, it doesn't look like it's really built, so I'm just going to not do anything. No, that's exactly the time to build. When there's nothing there, it's the time to build. We can't look at how things are now and start speaking about how things are now to build something that's not there. You have to take what's not there and start building that, putting it in, speaking like that is the reality. Now faith is. I am healed today. My body is well today. And you have the pain already. No, but I know by His stripes I've been healed. He took my infirmities. Uh... He has carried my pains and my sorrows. By His stripes I was healed. So I know that's why healing power is working in me today. So body, you're strong. Body, you're well. And all the while it can look so far from that. This is how you and I build today. And we can do it in whatever area. Marriage could look like it is so far gone. You can look like you're at the brink of divorce and you can say, nope. God has joined us together, and what God has joined together, let no man separate. Let no man put asunder. We're going on, and we're going strong. And you can say it when you feel like, oh, you want to yell, and you want to text them back, and you want to you want to call the lawyer right now and do it. You can say something else. You can build something else. And when it's looking like it's going to come crashing down, you don't want to start throwing stuff at it. You want to start girding it up. You want to start fortifying it. Get the maintenance plan in there and start building. You don't want what you worked on for 20 plus years to go crumbling under. Get in there and start building with your words. Start speaking with your mouth. Get in there and go to work. 
can't be waiting on God. He's waiting on us. Thank you, Lord. We are called by God to speak to today, to your marriage, to your family, to your work, to what you're supposed to do in this earth, to your finances. Speak to it, not about it. Speak to it. So that's where we left off, I know, some last week, and we started talking about what we believe. There's two gates of faith. We found that what we believe comes by what we see and what we hear. If we don't like what we believe, if it's coming out of our mouth, because from the abundance of the, of the mouth, the heart speaks. You can find what's in your heart by what's out of your mouth. If you don't like what's coming out of your mouth, check what's in your heart. If you don't like what's in your heart, check what you're looking at, check what you're listening to, and change it. Change it. This is how we get the words of God. We see this in Proverbs 4. This is how we keep our hearts. Thank you, Lord. This is how it is that His words and His things become life to us, health to all of our flesh. It's because we keep it before our eyes. We keep it in our ears. We keep it in the midst of our heart. That's how we do it. So there's those two gateways of faith, the gates of faith, the eyes and the ears of faith. Then we start talking about what we think. The things that we say, everything that we've mentioned thus far, has been a thought conveyed. There's no word spoken without a thought that is conveyed. And every single, yes sir, every single word that is spoken is framed by a thought. So if you and I go day after day, month after month, and year after year, and never renew our mind, never change the way we think, then we are not fully speaking the way we should. You will not go with me to Romans, the 12th chapter. We'll find it here. Thank you, Father, for your helping. Aren't you glad you have the Holy Spirit as the helper to help you and I to say it the right way and do it the right way? And I've, I've seen it. I've asked him that he could arrest me. I think about the spirit, uh, the spirit of God helping David. And he said this. He said, Lord, set a watch over the door of my mouth, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart would be right in your sight. And he will do that. I've asked him, arrest me if I'm about to say something I should not say or do something I shouldn't do. And there will be times where I'm going to go say it and I think, no, there's just something that's not there. I don't have, it seems hard to go that way. And he'll do that for every one of us. Now here in Romans 12, verse number 2, we find that we are not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Not removing, renewing, renewing. Not brainwashed, <laughs> water washed. Water of the Spirit of God washed over our mind and circumstances don't have to change for our mind to change. That person can still be so hard but we can look at it a different way and we can know, we can pray and know God's sending laborers to them. He's surrounding them with good witnesses, people that really know Jesus and their life is changing. They came across the wrong one to not have good representatives of God surrounding them now because I hear from God, He answers my prayer, and I know He's working right there. Can you see that change? And yet, just a moment ago, they were so hard and so harsh, but now your mind has changed and you know it's changing in their life. 
and that change of mind, you and I can tap into heaven on earth by just simply changing our perspective, changing our mind on it. Now, let's go to another verse we're going to find in James 1, verse 21. Thank you, Lord. I know I quoted you, Romans. And now we're going to James. I want to give you all I got by the helping of the Lord. And here in James 1 verse 21, he says, By the Spirit of God, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word. The engrafted, this means the implanted word. There are certain things that we talked about this, you know, just recently about Jesus talking about the soil, how people heard. And if the Word of God isn't given place, then it can't implant. The only way that it impresses, the only way that it implants is if it's given value. And so when you and I give value to God's words, so much so that we make time, to put it before our eyes. We make time to hear it preached and to hear it audibly. When we make this kind of time, we value it enough where it can implant and impress upon our heart. And that implanted word, and here it says engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Now some would think, I thought my soul was already saved. Well, then this is a lie. Because this is saying your soul still needs to be saved. What soul are we talking about? Soul is part of your spirit. It makes up your mind and your will and your emotional way. Anybody need to uh, have their emotions helped over the course of days? Yes, of course. You're in my body and mind does not get saved like our spirit and who we are internally is. You and I, when we get born again, spiritually, on the inside, the inner man is what the spirit, uh, what the Word of God calls it. That is recreated, brand new. It's not an upgrade. It's a whole new creation. But you and I have the old man. That's the body. The body will want to do the very same things it did before you and I were saved. And the mind will have some of those old thoughts come back too. The mind must be renewed day by day by day. And it is the saving of our souls. It is a continuous process. Now, we'll find if we will not renew our mind, we will not be speaking the way we should. What you and I think is a very important part of us building what God needs created today. Now let's go together. Thank you, Lord. Yes, sir. We looked at Proverbs 23 last week, and it talks about how when you're sitting before a ruler and they're saying to you, go ahead and eat, enjoy, it said that they're saying this, but there's something else in their heart. And it's very important. Um, in fact, go with me to Proverbs 23, verse 7. I want you to see it again. And here in verse 7, it gives this thought. 
23.7 For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, says he to you, but his heart is not with you. And it's possible that the mouth is saying one thing, but the heart is somewhere else. The mind is somewhere else. What's really thought is, yes, sir. Thank you, Father, for your helping. What's really thought is, man, this could be going somewhere else. There's a better place for this. They don't deserve this. They don't realize what I'm doing for them. They should be more grateful. The, the heart is not with them. They're saying one thing, but their heart's not in it. You and I need to really make sure that what I'm saying is in my heart. Because if it's not in my heart and I'm saying it, I don't realize it, but I get to a place where I don't believe what I say. And if I am not believing what I say, I need to have confidence that when something's working on my body and trying to get uh, sickness and disease allowed in, I need to be able to know when I say, no, I know that Jesus took my infirmities. He bore my, he took my infirmities. He, he bore every wrong thing, disorder, and by his stripes I'm healed. I need to know when I say, body, you're well in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, that healing power is working in me now. You're satisfying, with, satisfying me with long life and showing me your salvation. I need to know that that is at work. I need to know I believe that, that I'm confident of that. I need to know there's no doubt in my heart about this thing. And so when it comes, I need to know there's times where before I say anything, I need to renew my mind. I need to go to the scriptures. I need to get it before my eyes and change my mind about this. I need to, there's times where I need to spend time studying what the Word says about something, not just before you preach it or teach it, but before you go out and hang out with your friends and go into something, before you spend time with your spouse looking at, what does the Word say about our finances? What does it say about how many people don't take time to look at what it says about the tithe? How do we need to direct our lives in this way? You may not realize it, but that's affecting more of what we say than we realize. Because we'll say, I love God, I love God, but then he goes, okay, well, what about the 10%? That's mine. You say you love me. You say that you trust me. You say that it's because of me that you have it so good. So why can't you commit to me 10%? Now, I'm not saying give it to any particular place, any particular person, but the 10% belongs to God. It's His, and He can direct us to put it wherever He wants us to, towards our local church, towards ministries that He directs us to, what have it, but it is His. And we can say, I trust you, I love you, and our checkbook says something else, our heart not be in that and that's what's going on here is that they're saying one thing but their heart isn't on it this is how people go year after year saying things that never come to pass wondering well where's God at why is it no what we really need to do is back up get honest with ourselves and say do I really trust this am I really confident in this do I really know that this is the way Because if I'm not confident of it,
then I don't have anything to say. I need to retreat back to, do I have it in my heart? And if I have it in my heart, then I can renew my mind to it. The thing about the heart and the mind, this connection, is that there can be many things that come across our mind, but faith is of the heart. And faith can speak even when the mind doesn't understand. There can be healings that are just so beyond your mind. You and I don't have to understand completely with our mind to actually experience the best of God. Limbs growing right out in front of your eyes, beyond your mind, right? Think about the miraculous birth of our master, right? It had never been formidable to minds to think that a woman could ha never have a relationship with a man and yet have a child. And yet that is exactly what happened. The Spirit of God came upon her and she was, she took on child just because of the Spirit of God on her. And miraculous birth beyond the mind. You and I want to go up beyond what we know. We don't know that much. And this is how you and I get in to say some things and know some things that are beyond. But the only way we'll do it is if we realize this truth. Go with me to Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9. Thank you, Lord. And we may touch on this later, too. This is a wonderful thought. But here in Isaiah 55, we find the scriptures say that, well, let me get to it. We'll read it together. Isaiah 55, let's look at 8 and 9. And it says, For my thoughts, this is God speaking, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Aren't you glad God's thoughts aren't your thoughts? They go a lot farther, don't they? In my ways, neither are your ways my ways, he said, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. The heaven above the earth. That's a good distance, isn't it? This is what we tap into when we get His words before our eyes and we spend time hearing His words and hearing faith being ministered forth. Hearing and hearing by the Word of the Lord. What we enter into is this. Think about when you and I get up from the earth we enter into place where there's less limitation. There's less gravitation. Once we break that stratosphere, there's no force of gravity withstanding us. And we are free to float about the cabin at that point. There are certain things that when you and I put His ways before us, His thoughts before us, and we allow our mind to be renewed by His, we break barriers. We break forces that try to hold us down and we break through places that cause us to reach what seems limitless and touch what seems to be fleeting. And we touch places of Spirit of God. We touch places that goes beyond the mind of man and creates what only God can. And this is where He's calling us to. This is where He needs us to be. I'll say it again. We leave places of mindset of man and go to places that only can be created by God. That only God can. We need to leave what we know and tap into where He can lead us to go. 
And they, it will cause us to say things that seem absurd to some, but they'll see later. It will cause us to speak out what seems to be abstract, but the time will come where it will be fixed and intact. They'll see and they'll know they'll give glory to God. And thankfully, He helped us to set aside all the facade and to speak out what He needs known and declared because there is creation to be done right here and right there. It's time, it's time. He needs it right now. So will you stand up and speak out by the leading of Him now? Yes, it's time. Yes, it's time. If you and I will renew our mind, we'll find, we'll find the greatest of this day. It's not too far. It's right here, he say. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's time right now. So speak it out. Speak it forth. Don't wait. Don't wait. It's right now. Faith right now. And that's how it comes, my friends. And we'll see this more and more. God needs us to be building today. There is construction to be done. There are, you and I, as members of the body of Christ, we're not full, we're not filled out yet. This body still has pieces to be built in. And you and I are to be at work today to fill in and put in the lasting pieces because Jesus is ready to come get His. Are you ready for Him? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. The time is very, very short. And this building we're to do, there's going to be much more done by you and I tapping into these times with God. Beyond all that we know, tapping in and saying some things out over the course of these days. Some of the greatest things we can even do in this time frame now is taking uh, 2 Timothy, uh, or I, I should say, where it talks about praying for our leaders, for our authorities, for all men. When you and I renew our mind to this truth that God has put people over us for our good, that we may live quiet and peaceable lives to all godliness and honesty, and no matter what we think, mindful, or what we have thought, we can renew our mind to that God has an order, He has set in motion for this time in this earth, and we're going to pray for them as unto Him, and we're going to watch things change for the glory of God. This is so powerful when you and I go beyond what we might think politically or what have you, and we tap into the power of the Spirit of God and start speaking out some things for our leaders, for our elders, for those that we're connected to. And as we do this, He's going to lead us to renew our mind. We're praying for all men. We're touching forth the lives of nations. We are making lasting changes for legacies to come. We are causing, yes sir, our part is causing this part of the kingdom to continue to go forward further and further to the calling and the end of these days. It's coming, it's coming, it's soon approaching. And simply us being willing and confident to stand up, stand out, and not to be seen of ourselves, but to speak out what the Spirit of God needs said in these days and to create the wonderful building that He needs finished. The time is short. Let's speak it out now. Thank you, Father. Now say this with me. Father, I commit myself to you 
to say and to do as only you show. Father, thank you for helping me to speak too in these days. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's all our time for this broadcast, friends. We love you. We bless you. And we will see you soon.